Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti is on the updates. And, of course, we're happy to have you throughout the duration of the program. Looking forward to Monday's show. Going to recap the All-Star Weekend, including the game itself. And I'm sure, if we want to look ahead tomorrow's news today, uh, there will be gripes about the slam dunk contest, how it's not what it used to be. I, I mean, they're running out of slam dunks. What more can you possibly do? And they are a little lenient with the with the 50s, okay? Everybody gets at least a 45, Then they're a little lenient with the 50s. So um, you've got Mac McClung in this thing. He's like a perennial G-leaguer. He's like the greatest G-leaguer of all time, but he's the only one that can, like, dunk cool. So they put him in, and he's like, they affiliate him. Last year when he got in this dunk contest, he was with the Sixers, so they actually called him up for a week. But that was it. I don't even know who he's representing anymore. Jalen Brown's in this, so people are excited that there's like an actual all-star caliber player in the game. But we'll complain about it, that it wasn't what it used to be. And they probably do the same thing with the all-star game itself. But I am glad it's gone back to East and West. You know, those those moments where it's like, Oh, it's this teammate against this teammate. Last year, I think Brown and Tatum were on different teams for Boston. I just, I'm not into it. I I think we got into this phase. You saw it in the Pro Bowl. You even saw it tonight if you watched any of the rookie sophomore stuff where it's like fantasy draft and pick your team. It's just, it's not, it's not for me. I want the traditional East-West. If you're going to do a USA versus the world, that's fun. That's another fun thing you could do. But Team LeBron versus Team Giannis or Team Steph, it does nothing for me. The drafting is funny. But then that's it. The drafting became better than the game, and so I'm glad they're pivoting back. Adam Silver, his explanation for why they went back to East-West was because Indiana's a traditional basketball town, so we're having a traditional basketball format. That seems like a placating answer. That seems seems dumb. Uh, What what are you trying to gain favor here? Just go back to East and West. You're going back to East and West because the other way sucked. That's why you're going back. Some NFL notes I found interesting. Uh, I was watching a few different programs today as I like to surf the dial to see what everybody else is talking about. Shep, one of the shows I stumbled on today was 
Uh, it's called The Herd with Colin Cowherd. And they were doing their 2024 predictions. And I want to ask you what you think is more egregious, what you think is more out of line, maybe less realistic. Last night, the Bartometer said that of any team, non-Chiefs or 49ers, it's the Bengals, but then the Cowboys have the second best chance to win the Super Bowl. Is that more egregious? Or Colin Cowherd took the Washington Commanders to win the NFC East. Is that that? I I even laughed at that one. I thought, Cowherd, what are you doing, buddy? So, Colin Cowherd um, has had a nice career. Can't deny that. Without any personal attacks at Colin Cowherd, the, oh, the, the sentiment itself. I, I, I can't I, I can't answer the question without a personal attack on him because if I'm being honest, what he does is his goal, his objective every show is to say the most outrageous thing in an intelligent way, of mm. course, that's going to get people to react. It's mm. not about being right. It's not about analyzing properly. It's not about being accurate. It's about saying something that is outrageous that's going to get him to go viral, that's going to get people to click on what he has to say. That's what he cares about. So, of course, he's going to say something that's completely outrageous and asinine. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. He doesn't care about that. He cares about the fact that Bart Winkler on the Bart Winkler show is mm-hmm. talking about his crazy prediction because, mm. it, you know, it creates dialogue for his show, and that's what he wants. Now, some would say— But I was nice, by the way, in that— uh, in that description Well, yeah, I, I think, I and, you know, you know, sometimes I talk like— uh, you know, Midwest versus the world is that is where I live and am stationed. And the we are a very like the state of Wisconsin and our teams. Oh, you get any of these people talking like you could you could turn on you could flip through the station some mornings and one station would say, uh, "Did you see Kyle Coward said this about Aaron Rodgers?" And then you flip again. So here's what uh, Pat McAfee said about the Bucks. <laughs> hey, did you see what uh, the like the most random ass podcast in the world? Did you see what Logan Paul's impulsive podcast said about the Milwaukee Brewers? It's like it's like it's like that's how we farm our content uh, in my state. Is what did other people say about your teams instead of formulating your own opinion? Now, would you? Would you, Shep? If you were not so close to the matter, would you accuse the Bartometer of trying to do that with with putting the Cowboys at two? Because you, you did not like it last night. I know you personally did not like think, it last well, night. Well, I don't. I don't think anybody liked it last night. To be honest with you, Bart, is the Bartometer I, smart enough to I, not only just give? <laughs> did I program it to give not just takes but controversial? Dare I say hot Listen, takes? If if I'm being honest, and I'm never going to lie to you or our audience. Um, I thought the barometer had a terrible week. I thought it had a terrible wow. week, and wow. I, and I'm not I'm not saying because um, it was wrong on everything, but to put a team as the second best chance to get to the Super Bowl and another team that beat that team in the playoffs not only beat them absolutely shellacked them in their own stadium. And they're only getting better. And you obviously know I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers. Like, I wonder if the Bartometer said, let me put the Packers at six and the Cowboys at two just to see how much Bart is actually paying attention to what I do. I really Uh felt like that was such an ass-backwards position to be in. And here's why. The Cowboys, their objective is not to win. Like, their objective is seriously not to compete. What they are all about, as long as Jerry Jones 
oversees this franchise is how can I get the most attention as a franchise? How can I be the biggest newsmaker? How can I be a franchise that is worth a certain amount of money? We know they're going to be the first North American professional sports franchise to exceed $10 billion sooner than later. And so with that being said, Bart, I don't understand what the hell the Bartometer was thinking or doing or analyzing. Well, do you find it coincidental that after the Bartometer last night said the Cowboys were the second most likely team outside of the Chiefs or the 49ers um, and then the Bengals. Right. Do you find it coincidental that the very first MVP given out in all of sports after that was to a Dallas Cowboy, Michael Parsons, in the Celebrity All-Star Game? Wait, I'm sorry. So Michael Parsons in the month of January, February actually showed up in a game? Is that what you're telling me? It was on a basketball court, but he did show up, it's, yes. It, it's ironic that he... he uh, plays his A game when it doesn't matter and it's a sport that he's not being paid to play. Good for Michael Parsons. Why don't you talk about that on your silly podcast? Bart. I like I like that these football I like <laughs> no matter if you're if you're an athlete you want to be a rock star, if you're right. a rock star you want to be an athlete, if you're a football player you think you can still play basketball. I love that that always goes on. You know what he should be the MVP of? If they have a Houdini bowl. You know why? Cuz he knows how to disappear. Maybe he should be more focused on how Oof. to get better next year. And not focused on winning a celebrity all-star game MVP. Uh, this is not a good look for the Dallas Cowboys. I guarantee you, you didn't see a 49er in that game. I don't even know because we didn't know half the celebrities, apparently. But there was not a 49er in that game. If you lost to the Packers in the fashion that you did, I don't think it's appropriate in the next month to be playing in a basketball celebrity game. Because that's one of okay, the worst. Okay, okay, okay. How do you feel? There were other wild card round losers in that game. Puka Nakua and C.J. Stroud, any complaints there? Well, here's the difference with those two guys. Uh, Nakua is one of the all-time great rookies, and he overachieved in what he accomplished this year without question. Okay. No one no one anticipated. I, I know some people like the narrative of Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit and beating them, but everyone knew the Lions were the better team. They were the favorites for a reason. So I don't blame him for doing something else because he wasn't expected to do more. Cowboys were expected to at least make an NFC title game. They fell flat in the first round. And obviously, you talk about C.J. Stroud. He's like one of the two youngest quarterbacks in the history of the playoffs to ever win a playoff game. So I got no issue with him doing something outside himself in the sport of football. But when you have, like, it's like if LeBron James was showing up at, like, a volleyball tournament and playing in them, and this was 2011, like three weeks after the fact, I, I would take issue with that. I think a lot of people would. I think if I was like a Texans fan or any of these guys, I would look at this game and be like, oh, cool, C.J. Stroud's in it. And then I'd be like, why? What are you doing? Don't, <laughs> don't do anything that could be anything. Right. Like, like you, can't, you can't say, hey, don't live your life for six months. But the last thing I want is, you know, something to happen in one of these games because he's trying too hard to dunk it on, you know, some random YouTubers. Well, like, and that's sure, exactly right. what Parsons Parsons, right. Parsons, if you watch any of the game, um, he, he went, he went for that MVP award. You know, the one year Giannis was like trying and everyone's like, what are you doing? This is an all-star game. That was Micah Parsons times three tonight. He was, he was very aggressive to try to get that award. Uh, very funny. Eight, five, five, two, one, two, four, two, two, seven, eight, five, five, two, one, two, four CBS. Some other football things that I did want to bring up here tonight. There was some news about Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got a two game ban for a violation for the NFL's performance-enhancing substances policy. The violation is said to be related to him using a prescribed medication but did not have a valid therapeutic use exemption from the league. So again, Aaron Rodgers can get on any channel he wants 
and talk about how he goes into the mountains and does ayahuasca, but Jimmy Garoppolo could not take whatever prescribed medicine he was taking. He's been suspended for two games. There is now some, like this, if you're a Raiders fan, this might be actually good news if you wanted to move off Jimmy Garoppolo and that contract. The uh, Raiders are expected to release him anyway before the fifth day of the new year, the new league year in mid-March. So sometime in mid-March, you know, there's going to be a new league year, and he was going to earn an an $11.25 million roster bonus and has a base salary for next year. That can be voided now, possibly, because of the suspension. It did seem like the Jimmy Garoppolo era was over anyway in Las Vegas, that they'll move on to Aiden O'Connell at least for now, maybe they still look in the free agent market. There's some other quarterbacks. You know, we're going to be looking at the Tannehills and the Kirk Cousins and maybe some of these other guys. But right now, the Raiders quarterback is Aiden O'Connell. Whatever happened to Jimmy, notwithstanding. So an interesting development there. Try to see how that one uh, materializes. Geno Smith, he had another one of these things, kind of similar to Jimmy Garoppolo. They they announced, the Seahawks at least, that they are going to follow through and keep Geno Smith on the roster. So the bonus will kick in. They still like Geno Smith there. I think long-term they still need a, uh, an answer or at least some direction. But they've got Drew Locke who played well in the game that he needed to spot, do spot duty in. And then uh, Geno Smith has taken them you know, to some winning records. So they, they still like him. He's only It's only $11 million. You know, Quarterbacks these days go for 40-50. So they still like him, and they're continuing with that. And then the other team to watch, and we could see some news on this this weekend. We could see some news on this this weekend, and we probably will, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've got to figure out a way to lower their salary cap, and they could save about $11 million if they can find some contract extensions with Baker Mayfield, Antoine Winfield Jr. in the secondary, and then more importantly, Mike Evans. So they're going to try to figure out how they can rework these deals. Mike Evans, if they resign him by Monday, could save about $8 million towards the cap. There is the possibility they could release him. He could go into free agency mode. He's going to need to probably make as much as Chris Godwin, who makes about 20 But he wants to come back, it sounds like. Godwin is there. Baker Mayfield wants to come back. And the numbers that were being floated around read this article from CBS Sports, uh, this was by Jonathan Jones, was you were looking at for Baker maybe maybe a three-year, $75, $80 million contract, which, again, you've got some of these quarterbacks that are trying to make 10. Uh, Brock Purdy, we all know, is making nickels and subway coupons. You've got a lot of these other guys that are going to get extended, making $50 million. That's why the Fields decision is so big. That's why the Packers have to figure out what to do with Jordan Love, or at least how much to pay him is the thing, and Baker Mayfield's a guy who, if he was a free agent, yeah, the teams would go after him. He looked good. He looked like we didn't think he ever would look again. We thought, you know, after we saw him in Carolina, and a little bit of a resurgence with the Rams, but he looked really good, a lot better with Tampa Bay, and he could be a guy that uh, continues with this team. So they like him. He likes them. They made the playoffs, obviously, won, beat the Eagles, Played well against the Lions. Couldn't quite get it done, but 
Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just based on when all these things are set to kind of unfold here is we've got the new league year coming up mid-March, but we've got some decisions that are still going to be happening over the next couple of days and for Tampa Bay this weekend. So some things to kind of pay attention to as you're enjoying your weekend, watching some of this other stuff, just kind of like peruse the uh, NFL website and and maybe online and and see if there's any news that's breaking. Could be, could be uh, an interesting one. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We'll come back with more from you here on the Bart Winkler Show, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti coming up with an update. Dave Smith is coming up next. Take you through the beginning of your Saturday. Well done. And then, uh, yeah, we got Dave Smith. I got the schedule in front of me. Are you ready for a Saturday? Sure. We got Dave Smith. We got Sean Levine. Uh, we got uh, uh, Levine. I was testing you. There you go. We got BetQL. Yep. That's. We got Mark Ryan. Okay. Rich Herrera. Rich, all right. And Jody Mack. Jody. With your weekend hang. Then after Jody, this is your Sunday on these affiliates. David Shepard. Oh, don't listen to that. Whatever you do, just 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 turn off the dial. Whatever you get to that show, please. Thank you. So what is your, what is your, how do you do that? Meaning how do I stay up for it or how do I? Yeah, like your sleep situation. So I will tell you, and I'm going to be fully honest with you. I, I am exhausted by the time it gets to the show itself. I am rejuvenated the second the microphone turns on and the lights are bright. And I know that there's a lot of good people that I have developed relationships with that tune in and listen to that show every Sunday. So I'm I'm honestly like I can't I can't not get up for that show no matter how tired I am. Yeah. That's the truth. So so you sleep I don't. today? I don't. Yeah, I mean I yeah, I sleep today and then I'm up for like 18 20 straight hours. Wow. Yeah, I don't have a nap. Cuz if I nap, then I'm groggy and I'm not giving everything I have. But you, Bart, you will be mm. surprised how many affiliates carry that show, though. So there's a lot of people listening. So I, 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 I can't help but give 100% every time I host. No, I don't doubt that you do. I just, I'm, I probably would. What would I do? I would. By the way, you think I'm opinionated on your show? Oof. <laughs> you should never be on my show. <laughs> no, that's, that's... Nobody, nobody, oh. nobody is uh, scotch free on that show, man. I, I let it, I let it roll, I let it fly. There's no one that's off limits. I don't care who you are. If you, if you go after me, if you have something critical to say about me, and it's and it's unwarranted, trust you me. There's a lot of people that listen to that show and have uh, a lot of uh, you know antennas up when I when I speak. So yeah. Wow! 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 Yeah, wow! Wow! It's wow, a good show, okay. and I and Bart, like honestly, man, love love our audience, love people to call in, love people to interact with us on social media. I I can't ask for a better group of people that I get to host for. So, so I would probably, because I would go, I would sleep after this, and then I'd probably get up at 
I don't know when I'd, I'd have to. T- I'd probably take like a seven to ten p.m. nap, but then I probably wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's, that's a true warrior, folks. Well, right here, this is a man well, committed to the craft <laughs> and committed to you, Bart. If the, the problem is if you are falling asleep in that time, there's probably something big that you're missing, and you can't you can't fake it with our audience. Like you you can fake it if you're on a certain amount of affiliates may, potentially, but if you're hosting to enough people. Someone's going to be able to call up and call you out. I don't know. I've been faking it for seven weeks. I don't know anything about sports. Well, I don't even have, like sports. Well, you are the Daniel Day-Lewis of Sports <laughs> Talk Radio Show host because you're the best actor I've ever come across. We keep talking about Brock Purdy. I don't even know who a Brock Purdy is. Well, I've never makes, even, well, that makes I've never even seen why, this guy. That makes sense why you hold him in such little regard. Now, ah, now, now it's clear. Yeah. I got you. Let me, let me explain to you who this guy is, Bart. Second youngest in the history of the NFL postseason. All of Famer. Games. I didn't, well, he's on the trajectory. Didn't change the MVP award he, to, to him. Well, no, but he's on the trajectory. There's a difference. He's He's on the trajectory. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm Fair not. enough. Now, I listen. There was at one point Alex Rodriguez was on the trajectory to be in the Hall of Fame. Juan Gonzalez was on the trajectory to be in the Hall of Fame. Ricky Williams was on the trajectory to be in the Hall of Fame. So it doesn't mean you're going to be a Hall of Famer. It just means that's the path that you're likely going to uh, fall under. All right. So we got Dave coming up, Sean, BetQL, Mark, Rich, Jody, The Good Shepherd, Carl Dukes, put him up. Great, great host, by the way. Jacob Albrecht gets a spin. Pat Boyle coming at you, Jody Mack, and then Hick at Night. Hick at Night. And then back into Amy. Yes. There's your weekend right here on CBS Sports Radio. If you are like, if you, if you heard any of those names and then you're listening tomorrow to your local affiliate and they're not playing one of those shows, well, I would, I would, I would, I would say give your, give your local uh, team a spin, but also know that you can find any of those shows I mentioned on the Odyssey app, free to download, free to listen to. Sean is in Atlanta. Hey, Sean. Hey, how y'all doing this evening? What's up? I uh, just wanted to talk real quick about Michael Parsons. Uh, why do y'all, or maybe not both of you, why do you, one of you feel like because of how he performed in the postseason, he's not allowed to go out and have fun at a celebrity, you know? I, I think, I think, I think because Shep's a Giants fan and he doesn't like the Cowboys. <laughs> That's I what mean, I think. You know, and I get because he's a professional athlete, he makes millions and all of that. But I mean, you know, the average person, if they have a, a rough time at work, they're not just going to sit in the house and, and slump. They're, they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna hit the town. I'm gonna have some drinks with friends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself up out of this." So, yeah, he did have a bad. He had a bad performance, and that's not fully on him. Part of that has to do with Washington's new coach not always putting him in the proper position to get to the quarterback. Sometimes they were dropping him back in coverage or having him do things other than rush the passer but that doesn't mean he, he should like stay out of the public eye he can still go out and have fun just because he didn't have yeah a no i don't i don't think i i what i find interesting sean is like what because some some guys do have it like they're told don't do anything like don't ski or you know whatever something extreme right. i mean the guy like micah parsons clearly likes to play basketball he's in a celebrity all-star game throughout the throughout the offseason he's probably gonna hoop somewhere you know, you right. can't you can't tell him not to hoop, and then more often than not, nothing ever happens, and it's fine. But you know, there is the one story. Like every off season, somebody did something, and they got hurt doing something. But then again, like I I've rooted for teams. I, the one of the uh, Jonathan Lucroy one year, he, he he missed some time with the Brewers because he he his his hand got caught in a suitcase. Okay, it's like you can't plan for some of this stuff. Even uh, who was the guy? 
David Njoku this year played for the Browns after he burned his face off. You can't you can't stop some of this stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not like um like what's his name that used to play for the Giants that burned his fingers off with the fireworks incident. Oh yeah. Um, I know this. I know this. JP. It's a three-name guy. Yep. yep. Yeah, J- J- Jason Pierre-Paul. Yes, well Pierre-Paul. As long as it's not a situation like that, it's fine. I mean, like you said, even C.J. Stroud was at the basketball game, and he's probably more valuable. And Stroud was in a softball game the night before, I think, too. He's been all over. He's, he's like, on a tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as long as it's not a Pierre-Paul type situation, you know, it, I think it's okay. Yeah, I, all right. So we'll we'll say celebrity all star game's fine, but if Micah Parsons, like if we find out that he climbs Mount Everest, then we might have to intervene. I think I think that I would be surprised if he did. The line. All right, Sean, thanks, buddy. All right, thank you, sir. That is Sean in Atlanta and Kevin is in Baltimore. What's good, Bart? How you doing, man? Hey, what's good? Not too much, brother. Just getting ready to plow a little bit of snow down here. But um you know, I think uh was it was it Des Bryant? I think it was Des Bryant when he was on the Cowboys, maybe. He had, like, a very specific contract for him, I think. I think it was him. Like, he literally couldn't even, like, ride a bike <laughs> out of fear of getting hurt. But uh, I think as long as them guys are having fun and not really putting themselves in harm's way, it's not too big a deal, you know, as far as the celebrity stuff. You know, it's really like you the way that these guys can get hurt in the off season, like what are you going to tell them? Like don't play don't play ball with your kid? What if you get hurt doing that? Then you I think I think I luck. think the whole Micah Parsons thing is it, I don't know, there's something there is some, whether it's, you know, we're not trying to be too uh righteous about anything, but it, it is kind of funny just to see Micah Parsons ball out as hard as he did. It's just, I don't know, there's something funny about it. That guy definitely looks like he's got that that level of competitive fire. And, uh, you know, Roquan, when he was standing up there waiting uh, with the uh, rest of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award recipients, he looked like he was ready to tackle Saquon. He was hoping he got the ball. Some of them guys are just a little hard to turn it off. when You know, they're just that level of competitive, I think, too. Yeah, there's part of that. Hey, how much snow did you get out there? <laughs> it's, uh, it's just starting. It's probably oh. going to be like between three to six inches, give or take uh, certain areas. I'm just okay, so manageable. Baltimore. Yeah, not are you bad. like a city guy, or you got like you're part of a like a company? I I I, uh, I own and run my company, um, and we we do like the lows. Like the oh, okay, okay. Lows. So it's kind Has of it snowed easy. much there this year. Uh, only once or twice. I only plowed, I think, one time right before the uh, AFC championship game. And that was about it. It, it doesn't snow that much down here anymore, man. So that's a lot of those are boring winters for you. Yeah, it's real boring because it gets cold, but you know, it's just nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, well, you got some work tonight, Kevin, so do a good job. And Baltimore supports you. I don't know. Stupid. <laughs> Dumbest thing well. I ever said. All right. I was like, what, what, the, what, the, what the hell am I rooting this guy on? Go, Kevin. Go. K-E-V-I-N. What am I? Baltimore supports you. Take me off the air. I suck. That was the dumbest thing.
What am I saying? You're supporting the working man, right? How <laughs> the more support Come you. Come on, man. You're supporting the working guy. You know, probably not making the most amount of wages right now. And <laughs> here he is taking also the time to call into your show. You're supporting him back. He's supporting your career. You're supporting his. There's no shame in that. I am I am interested in that um, profession, I think. I'm interested in a lot of these professions that are weather-dependent because I selfishly get all excited when there's very little snow. I've said, I, I think, I hope some know, I live in Wisconsin. We've really had only one bad snow, uh, and so there's not a lot of times that the snow plows need to go out, but there's there, there's businesses that are, like, centered around the snow, the snow plow like industry. And I think uh, a lot of those companies will then too, I would ask Kevin if I didn't turn into a cheerleader for some reason, uh, they'll do landscaping stuff in the summer too. And that's kind of uh, how that goes. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. Everybody, Hey, everybody, we, you know, we have mixed feelings on the snow, but, but when it snows in Baltimore and Kevin's there, Baltimore supports you. Uh, it is Friday. It is, is it Friday? It's Friday. It's Saturday even uh, in some places. All right. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. You can hear it Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio. My name is Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here. We've got uh, Marco, as you've heard on the updates. Thanks to Marco tonight. Thanks to Shep throughout the evening as well. Uh, Dave Smith coming up next on many of these affiliates and on the Sirius XM side. I want to end with a little football, which I will do momentarily. First, it is a big weekend. Basketball, right? Hockey, maybe. If you know, I'm sure there's some hockey going on. Beck's down in Florida. What's on your mind, Beck? Yeah, how's it going? Uh, Shep show, definitely uh, a good listen to, and uh, that guy's uh, the dude, and all you guys are dudes. Um, when you took over, I, I was uh, skeptical of you, and again, you've been awesome, and everything else, I've, I'm starting to love this show more and more. Um, Can we start but, a uh, running tally of that, Shep? We need to start, and thank you, Beck, but we need to start <laughs> a running tally of how many people are not only uh, willing to give a compliment, but make it that backhanded. It's really fun. Well, Beck, Beck is a tough judge of character, so if you can get Beck's approval, you can get pretty much. Anybody. I mean, I do. I, I I really do appreciate it. It's uh, there's just a lot of yeah. qualifications. Well, well, you won Dave from Miami early, so that that was key. Yeah, that was key. All right, thanks, Beck. Um, and when, and again, something I just you grew on me. I just tuned in, and some caller mentioned NASCAR, and you threw in your comments. And no, uh, speaking of a previous host, and all these, not all the talking heads, hockey, NASCAR. There's certain things that everybody stays away from. Soccer, uh, all this, and if that's something that the season's starting, this is the Super Bowl, I guess, of racing coming up here in a couple of days, and in the state of Florida, and my um, th- thing with 
Daytona and stuff like that. I mean, um, is that something that, again, this could be just, again, a couple minutes out of four hours, you know, the, the people still talk of football, basketball, and everything else. That If that's something that you're going to be, maybe uh, you could, you know, dial in, that, that's kind of cool. I Because a lot I'll of tell people you that, don't ever... let me Let me tell you this about uh, racing. I could name to you more race uh racers drivers i could drivers i could name more drivers than i can name people in the nhl off the top of my head okay so i don't so, know what so, i don't know what that means but i that means that maybe then again if i come maybe monday maybe call in maybe 50 seconds or so and do a recap you know see how daytona goes because again if, if you call in monday and want to talk to me about daytona i can talk to you about daytona for a couple minutes i would be able to yes no, but that's awesome, and I'm glad that that this is coming out because you're new to this and the season is just starting. That that's awesome, man. Because a lot of people, I think uh, Amy Lawrence actually uh, mentioned, you know, some stuff, and you know, uh, back with the uh, Demar Hamlin last year, you know, dying on the field and everything. That was all that. But there was a racer named Ken Block that actually died that night, but everything was all NFL and DeMar Hamlin, and nobody talked about that other than a small skippet or a snippet of certain people. So um, that's that's really awesome. Um, so I praise you. So, yeah, you got me uh, as a caller um, for the, you know, again, I was skeptical at first, but you got me hooked, man. I love you, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I, heard, you're good. I, heard you first, I heard you first time. Okay, sorry. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, so. Do you mind when uh... – I've always so I don't I wouldn't say I'm a big racing f- fan. I like enjoy it uh, when it's on. The year I was into it the most was COVID when they were doing the Wednesday races all the time. They're doing those Wednesday because they had to cram them all in. I was I just really like if I'm at home and not doing anything. I like when a race is on. Is that I don't know. I just do. No, that was one of the best COVID because I think what it was UFC COVID was kind of the first the taboo, and I think Daytona was the first race in July that actually allowed a certain amount of people. Then Alvin Kamara uh, was getting into it, and all these That's other right. you know sports things were getting into it, and and hopefully brand reaching that out because again F one is kind of taken over, and again F one is is kind of crap and here we are in america and you have nascar but nascar's never blown up but the biggest thing and the same as hockey is have you ever been to a rate or seen it live because it's definitely way different than tv oh yeah i agree with hockey um i've not been to a race well i used to cover i used to like videotape um i don't know i used to there you there's these like county races i gotta look at what it was but I used there was a racetrack where I did TV and I Saturday nights I would be the camera guy that would go just go around the circle a bunch of times and we'd air it on our secondary channel. So I mean I've been to a lot of those. I've been to a NASCAR though. F one, F one. I do not. I don't really like F one. I don't like that everyone just decided to like it because they saw a show on TV on, on Netflix. Where in America can you go to nowadays and bring your own alcohol into an event or your own food? And then when you run out, you can go back to your car, re-up and go back in and not pay these concessions of $15 a beer, $10 a hot dog, you know. I got to get to a race. I'll host you. You want to? You want to come to Daytona? You want to? You know, Texas and you know, Homestead and all these places. Atlanta. Yeah, I, 
<laughs> if I if I get down there, I'll let you know. Hey, you have a good one. I appreciate it, man. You guys have a good show, and you guys are the best duo, the new duo that's out there. So, all right, thanks, Beck. Good to talk to you. Yeah, Daytona coming up this weekend. Uh, I will be. I won't. I won't sit down and watch the whole four or five hours, but I will be checking in and following it uh, for sure. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention was another NFL transaction this week. AJ McCarron of the Cincinnati Bengals, the Bengals cut him. Yeah, but they cut him because he wanted to be cut. AJ McCarron wanted to be released because he wants to go play in the UFL. AJ McCarron had a really good run as the St. Louis Battlehawks quarterback. He was very, very good for them. Uh, last year, they were in the XFL. He threw 24 touchdowns, six picks, had a rating of 108, was good with his legs. And so A.J. McCarron, they really embraced him. He really embraced St. Louis, so he wants to go play there. So that signing was official today that he's going to play in the uh, UFL, the UFL being the merger of the XFL and the USFL. I think that the name's unfortunate. There used to be a UFL, and it was bad. But the XFL's a great name, and the USFL's a great name, and they've got branding. I wish they could have just kept one of the names. like. And what they're doing, I think, is an XFL division and a USFL division. And then the league's called the UFL. I, I wish they would have kept one of the names, figured it out a different way. But we are getting spring football. So I did say that football is over, and we're officially in the summer months already. I know the date, but that's... In the, in the sports media world, there's football and then there's not football is essentially what it is. But we still do have some football, and that'll be coming up in March. The last weekend of March is when these games kick off. I've always been interested in spring football going all the way back to the first iteration of my life, which was the XFL in 2001. Uh, I, re- I really got into it. because I, I just like football. I like football. The more football, the better. I don't think that a lot of... Um, you know, the 120 million people that watch the Super Bowl, I don't even think, I don't even think like 1% of them will even think about watching it, much less actually watch any of these games. What they have done, though, is when they combined the leagues, they made sure to stay in cities that were already supporting these towns a little bit. You've got uh, Birmingham and Arlington. There's three in Texas, actually. Birmingham, Arlington, St. Louis, Michigan. Uh, they play at Ford Field. The D.C. Defenders have been really good. Uh, fan support's been really good there. San Antonio, the uh, Memphis Showboats, and then Houston. So it is It's interesting that there are some markets that do have NFL teams. But St. Louis goes – I mean, St. Louis can fill 30,000, 35,000 in the old dome where the Rams used to play because they want to see football. So these games will be on the weekend, Saturdays and Sundays. I don't believe there's any midweek games. I think it's strictly to the weekends. Uh, it's during the spring, and then the championship is held in the middle of June. Uh, I am I watch it. I, I watch it. Uh, I'm not going to spend my whole day on the couch like I do during the fall. Uh, I think I need to be present somewhat in my home, <laughs> as like like spending the whole day and watching Red Zone. It's you know it's one thing. It's like justified, and then you know I, I'm kind of doing it for work also. And even on Saturdays with college, I'm kind of doing it for work also. 
This I just like because I like football and I like to gamble on it, but I like football. And so I'm very interested in when this comes. There are a couple of different rules that are interesting. Uh, They are going to go with the traditional kickoff rules. So how the NFL does it is how they're going to do it. They want to eliminate, um, I guess, well, they they were going to do a different way, but they're going to do it the NFL way. But there's other different rules as well. I'll just spend some time on those real quick. Instead of the onside kick, they are doing the thing where the team can have the ball. You get a fourth and 12 from your own 28-yard line. So instead of the onside kick, they're doing that. I think at some point the NFL will go to some version of that. The onside kick is just wildly unsuccessful. That it, There's no chance to do it. So maybe that will change. I like this one. Defensive pass interference is a 15-yard penalty unless they determine that it's incidental. So if you're doing it on purpose, or in, intentional, I should say, if it's clearly on purpose, then you get a spot foul. Otherwise, it's just 15. I don't know that we need pass interference to be, you know, a 45-yard penalty. I also don't like defensive holding being a first down all the time, even if it's like a third and 18 and it's on the other side of the play. Um, The other one that I found was interesting was the punts. So they want to, this league wants to encourage fourth down attempts and limit coffin corner punts. So, I praise one of the guys I praised a lot this week was Mitch Wisnowski of the Niners. Uh, and there was the two good punters in this, in the Super Bowl. in an effort to encourage fourth down attempts and limit coffin corner punts. The UFL will consider any punt that goes out of bounds inside the 25 yard line as a touchback. So if you're going to punt, you got to keep it in the middle of the field so that it can at least be returnable. And they're just trying to maybe say, ah, maybe that will lean to some more fourth down opportunities. I think it's interesting. I mean, I'm not asking you to pick a team and and get super into it. My team is the DC defenders. That's who I picked years ago. Uh, And I do have, I would probably say I have three or four tops. I've got a long, when the XFL looked like it was going to go on, uh, when it was going to disappear, Dick's Sporting Goods out of sale where everything was like 90% off. So I just loaded up on, on like random stuff. I got a Battlehawk shirt. I got a old LA Wildcats hat. So spring football, we just talked about how we'll cover a little Daytona, some NASCAR. Spring football is being covered on these airwaves. And we will we will pay respect and give love to the markets that support their teams. All right. CBS Sports Radio. Thanks again to Marco and Shep. I'm Bar Winkler. Dave Smith next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 